This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Sons of Anarchy After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Sons of Anarchy After Show. I solemnly will say right that thing world. is for doing, and we are here doing a Sons of Anarchy after show, and I am still in complete shock at the last 10 minutes of the episode. I know, I know. I don't know how I feel. I'm a little numb. I'm usually so excited when I'm in here, and I'm feeling like... This palpable dread. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Like someone, I'm going to go home and my dog's not going to be there. No, that's how I feel. Your dog will be there. I swear. It's terrible. But that's, I mean, that's the thing about this show, right? It's just when you think things can't get worse, they just get worse. They just get worse. Mm-hmm. What's up, guys? I'm Chris Lee Kennedy. I'm here tonight with the lovely, fabulous... Mr. Matt Lieberman. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Um, this is our second show together tonight. How do you feel about that? I feel great about that. Woohoo! Yeah. Um, Kevin, sorry, guys, once again, cannot make it tonight. Um, they're very busy filming their reality yeah. show. Very, 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 very busy. busy. So we forgive him for not being here, and he sends us text messages that he misses it so much and tells me what he thinks about the episode every week. So it's almost like he's it's here almost with us, like he's but here. not. But you're getting secret text messages, but not, and we yeah. are not. Yeah. I know. I'll share them with you all. He yeah. he loves Clay still. Yeah, he's on the Clay bandwagon. Well, of course he is. Of course he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I feel like you know we know that the show is coming to an end. We know that it's not going to last forever. We know that there was only plan on seven seasons. Yep. We're on season six. We're in episode three. Um, I mean, it's it's not going to be the Hollywood ending of everyone gets away with it and nope. lives happily ever after. No, nope. we're we're watching we're watching the charter collapse before our eyes. Totally, and I love that television shows do this. And mm-hmm. I won't give any spoilers because some people may have not watched the Dexter finale yet. But very similar, not what everybody wanted, but you know what was exactly what needed to happen. Like, I feel like this show is going to be the same thing. People are going to be devastated. Yeah. But I feel like I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this is going to have a better finale than Dexter. I actually definitely definitely going to have a better finale than Dexter. I actually thought the ending was perfect. Um, I know that Suns will have a better finale. You are alone. I am not alone. Absolutely you alone. Are alone. Not alone. Chrisley is an island. I am not an island. There's a lot of people on my island. My Twitter feed was 
100% agree, not 100%. Yeah. 80% agreeing with okay. me. A lot of people not happy. I'd like but, to check those numbers. And these, this will be a definite better season, oh, yeah. series finale. Well, for sure. It's Kurt Sutter. It's I mean, Kurt Sutter. And it's just, it's that, it's that Greek tragedy, right? Yeah. Like we're watching, by the end of this season, the, the SOA is just going to be in complete shambles. And I think we're going to have Clay come out of prison by the end of season. Well, we don't know what's going to happen by the end of the season, but I think we're building to this epic cataclysmic duel between Clay and Jax over the future of Charming and Sam Crow and all of these lives and the legacy that they're passing on to these two kids, three kids now. Yeah. Yeah. Three. The the one thing that I, I want to thank Kurt Sutter for is he's made me go back and read a lot of Shakespeare since I've been watching this show. Because mm-hmm. there are so many Shakespearean elements to this show that I feel like I constantly am going back and, and, and rereading things. Like, I really need to go back to Macbeth because I know this is so Macbeth. And I don't remember how it ends for some reason. Badly. So I need to go it back. It ends badly I feel for like Macbeth. no one's alive at the end of Macbeth. And, and so I just feel like that's what we're going to see. Yeah. Um, by far, my favorite thing about this season yeah. is Lee Turek. Yeah, let's like, talk about Lee Turek. My favorite. That man is so incredible. Yeah. I hate him so much, which makes him so good at what he does. Well, he's a loose cannon. He doesn't care about justice. He totally. cares about retribution. That's what he That's what he said. And he's, he's fucking bonkers psycho. Bonkers psycho. Mm-hmm. That's how crazy he is. I'm, mi- I'm mixing up my words. But he It was the dancing naked that made you mix up the I words. I know. I'm sad I'm we still, didn't see that I'm tonight. still mesmerized by, <laughs> by just don- Donal Logue ass. <laughs> that's not the truth. But he like, he, he has sex with the prostitute mm-hmm. and he's just lying there thinking about stuff. Think about Lee Torek stuff. Yeah. And he doesn't intend to kill her. No. No. So I'm wondering what his play originally was, or was he just feeling guilty that he had had sex with the prostitute, or what? I don't know. What, what do you think was going through his head before uh, before CCH Pounder showed up and he shot her by accident? Well, you know, he had the phone in his hand, yeah. and I don't know if it was his phone or her phone looking for information, but whatever it was, he very clearly had the phone in his hands and his fingers were not working. So yeah. whatever he was trying to do, he couldn't. And when he heard the noise outside, he went for the gun. And I think that he went for the gun because he's going after Sons of Anarchy. The he's going lats. after Nero and his crew. Yep. I mean, he's making a lot of enemies and a lot of bad people. So I feel like he went for the gun thinking that somebody was watching him and when he saw that it wasn't and that it was the DA and and then I think it all just happened so fast and because he's having the problems with his fingers and he's constantly doing this he just, I mean, dead. Sorry. Well, I mean, she wasn't dead at She wasn't dead yet. You shot me. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And now I'm going to shoot you in now your head. Gonna it's going to be okay. Let me just smother you with a pillow. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and now I'm going to suffocate you and shoot you in the head. What do you think the hand stuff is all about? And it's also kind of like an interesting parallel to what Clay's got going on with his hand. Right. And I, I, I said that a couple weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, like we've been doing this forever again. Right. When, when he was shooting up, we didn't really notice the hand thing until last week when he was trying to sign and he was banging and you couldn't tell, maybe he's banging because he's frustrated and he's, he's having an a battle within himself of should he sign it, but tonight was clearly an, a hand issue. Yeah, last week I thought he was just punishing himself, like how like priests will whip themselves, will like flagellate themselves if they think that they're doing something wrong. You know, because I did not know that. That is well, it's not all priests, okay. but it's like I mean, Da Vinci Code. Yada, I was just yada. gonna say, I feel I like I'm watching the Da Vinci Code right now. It happened, but <laughs> in, in, by any sense, somebody who's as kind of like. 
like perversely virtuous as him, if he's breaking the law in a big way, it matters. Mm-hmm. And that's why I took it that way. But totally. tonight we totally saw that, yeah, there's something going on biologically yeah. with his hands. And he's he's so driven to bring these people down that he uh, that he had he'd forged the signature. And mm-hmm. then Clay doesn't take the deal. Right. Leaving him in this precarious position where the only reason that he's on the case at all is because of this fake uh, this fake signature. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So and how did, now he when has does a dead that, prostitute. I know. He's got a dead prostitute. He's planting evidence in Nero's car uh, to make it sound like Nero – to make it look like Nero killed this woman. It's just it. It's mind blowing to me when he talks to Clay. Yeah, and and obviously we have the Clay and Jackson moment, which we'll get into. But when he talks to Clay, it was so brilliant. The line of it's irony because you've gotten away with killing tons of people, and now you're the death penalty for the one one you you... really didn't kill. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's so true. Yeah, it's so true. But I did not think that Clay was was not going to take the deal. I thought he was. I thought totally thought he was going to take the deal Mm -hmm. too. It's interesting that they're trying to make it seem like he's he's actually realizing that he's done something wrong and that he's tr- actually going to try to pay for it. You know, he he makes a, the appeal to Gemma and we saw that last week and we were like bullshit. And we saw we saw him talk with Jax and like I still don't know if we can trust him. I assume that we can't. Yeah. But why put his life in danger at all if he ever intended to take the deal. If you ever intended to take the deal, you take it then before anyone has a shot yeah, at getting to you. For sure. Yeah. But then, shockingly enough, uh, the Gorilla Nation, uh, <laughs> no, G U E R I L L A. I Wikipedia it, okay? Uh-huh. The Black Gorilla family, also known as the Black Family and the Black Vanguard, is uh, one of the prison gangs on this show. That is the African-American prison gang right. on the show. Pope's guys. That's what I said. Well, no, because that's that's the uh, – I don't know if it's the same guys. No, but it's definitely – why would they want him – why would they keep him alive? Well, we'll get into that because August, August says that. Right. August says that – I mean this is definitely Pope's guys. And we knew that – we knew that if Clay wasn't taking the deal that he was going into Gen Pop and the first people that were going to try to kill we're him Pope's were going to be Pope's guys. Yeah, but instead they hand him a shiv and tell him to assassinate the head of the uh, of the big white supremacist gang. Yeah. And he just goes and he shivs him and then they're like, okay, yeah, you got our protection now. Right. Yeah. And and now he's just got a huge target on his back. Yeah. Huge target on his back. I mean, he's got Pope's protection, but is that the protection that he wanted? Well, the, but yeah. then Pope or August. Yeah, it's just I know. Well, but here's the thing, right? August doing this is essentially saying that he doesn't believe that Clay killed uh Clay killed Pope. It's an. I don't understand why he did it yet, and I feel like we're gonna find out in the next episode. We do see the conversation with August and Jax, so I feel like we'll find out why he did because we know that he needs to be kept alive to help Jax, but we don't know why August would be in the business to want to keep him alive. Well, so here's what I'm thinking, right? And this is kind of looking ahead a little bit. Mm -hmm. Is um, next week? So. Poor Tig is in August's clutches. Oh my god, I can't even talk about that yet. I know. We can't go there yet. I'm just saying. We can't go there yet. Okay. Because right. that that's part of the Jack stuff. We can't go there yet. We'll come back to it I then. need to be emotionally prepared for that moment. Chrisley, you're going to have to deal with it sometime. I might not. 
You, you might, don't know. I will. I will force you. No, I'm sorry. It won't happen. It's for the good of the audience. No, it's no. We it won't happen. But we'll get there. We'll get but there. I do want to talk about Lee and Nero's boys. Okay, and the Bizlats. What's up? Like really, with the blood and the bottle. Oh yeah. And the te- like it was really? gruesome. It was terrifying. Gruesome interrogation. He's trying to crack open this beer inside their mouths, popping out teeth, like just grinding it around and but then look it's twist off it's a twist off i know that was so like darkly funny and i'm gonna and drink it such, covered in blood he's such a dick he's like it's delicious so it's, good it's mind-blowing his character like yeah. that th- to think of that character and the, the many different facets to him how he can go with Patton or patterson the da and have these intelligent conversations where you know he's good at what he does and he's this business guy and then he's dancing naked in front of a mirror and now he's busting these guys teeth after he just killed a prostitute yeah it's it's my like he's mind-blowing but like you look at this guy psychologically right he's an addict he's an addict not just to drugs but i think to vengeance to the thrill of of the chase sure you know if he's not hunting criminals what is he doing you know and and his uh his badge was taken away from him we don't know why he retired i think it's a combination of the drugs and you know the fact that he used excessive force too many times maybe he bent the rules one too many times even though he had such a high arrest record such a high clearance rate I think that this guy or the hands or his hands hands. made him not capable of holding a weapon and being in that position anymore, making him even angrier. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. If, If he's not riding this this wave of rage, he doesn't know what to do with himself. For sure. Yeah. So I think, you know, when I saw him pulling the hair out and cutting, I had a weird TIG moment where I thought he was going to have sex with a dead body. Totally thought that was coming. Really? Yeah, Lee totally seems like that kind no, of guy. No, he wouldn't fuck a dead body. I mean, really? He wouldn't Dancing think? naked against himself on the mirror? That's completely different. I don't know. Any man will tell know. you that every once in a while you have to dance naked against a mirror. This okay. is what men do. I want to hear in the comments this week if every man is going to agree with that man over there in the orange shirt, okay? <laughs> you know that I'm you know that I'm kidding. I love it. Yeah. So when he goes to set up Nero, I think we can all agree on the fact that he's setting up Nero because it's just another person he's going to try to get to turn on the club, correct? Totally. Like another just another person. Well, no, it's it's not just that. He's realizing that what leverage he does have is 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 a forgery like the moment that clay gets killed or that someone finds out that clay didn't actually sign that piece of paper he's back to square one Mm -hmm. if he frames nero it gives it gives the da and the police more of an impetus to go into the bizlats and their connection with the sons it's it yeah it's disgusting hate it but because he's 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 connected with the sons in diosa and this is a diosa girl the sons will be investigated based on this we also saw Bobby tonight. Yes, we did. Starting, riding to Reno. Starting his Nomad chapter. Yeah, which, you know, what I was really surprised, and, and I like to, um, I, I I don't know how I'm going to word this where it's going to sound right, so I'm just going to go with it. Go with it, Crystal. I, I like to understand and know the, the biker community. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I will say is there is no way in hell in real life 
those two guys, West and Martel or Martez, would have that quickly said yes to Bobby and going against Jax. Oh, would totally. Never happened in the real world. Never happened. And that's one of the first things that I can say in a couple seasons that they've done that's completely unbelievable in real world. But that's the thing that's completely unbelievable in the real world. Yeah. With all to the me. crazy stunts and explosions uh. and deaths and betrayals and pee pee in the, in, in the, in the bathtub mm-hmm. and the drowning. That's the first unbelievable thing. Listen, I've, le- I've read a lot of books. Okay. <laughs> I've seen a lot of stuff. Okay. I'm just saying in this world, some of this stuff is, I mean, he, it, it's, it's no, and it's no secret to, to anyone that, that's watched the show or been a fan from the beginning. They've always had people on set that live this life for authenticity. So there's no, there's, and that's never been a secret. And they've talked about it many times. Sonny Barger, the creator of Sons of Anar, uh, for, of the uh, Hells Angels has yeah. been on the show more than once as a prison mate of, um, Otto. Thank you. Cause I was mm-hmm. going to say Kurt Sutter. Um, so I mean, that's, that's no secret. So I always like, I always like to see when they do things cause they're so, they are so authentic for the most part. And that was, of course, the one thing that bothered me was that that would have never happened in well, the real world. They were definitely, they weren't like completely sold on the idea. They're excited no. by it, but they, they were definitely put off by the fact that Jax doesn't know. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. He has to tell him at some point, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Yes, he does. Yeah. But will he? No. Yeah, he will. I don't think so. Well, that's the thing, right? Is like Jax won't call him. He no. won't call Jax. It's this like Berlin Wall is up. And these two guys need to connect because bad things are happening. They just need to get back in the sandbox and play with their toys nicely. Yes. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Love seeing Unser. Yes. Always. Always sweet, sweet Unser. Poor guy's falling apart, but he's yeah. still there. Still up Gemma's ass. Mm-hmm. Still living and breathing Gemma. He's so loyal to a fault, mm-hmm. but I love seeing him and he makes me happy. Yeah. And he makes me really happy. And I also loved that the deputy was back, Sheriff. Eli, mm-hmm. yes. you know, like it's, it's, it was hard. We saw his wife get shot and we and hadn't we're... really seen him and he has a vendetta against the club, but really against took a back seat. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's good that we brought, we brought over that thread from last season, yes. uh, because he has a personal stake in whether or not Clay gets out of, get, Clay gets out of For jail. Sure. He wants him dead, but he's not going to go so far as to advocate uh, that the folks in Gem Pop actually kill him, and I'm sure on some level he wants him out. He wants him out of prison so that he can take him down himself. So of that, course, yeah. And and Jack's going to him, you know, and asking the questions of why is he in protective custody? What's going on? I thought it was interesting because to me that means that the sheriff's going to have a lot more to do with everything from here on out because we haven't seen him and he hasn't really been a part of any of this so now that he's back i think he's going to play a bigger role and i would like to see that because totally that is something that was a big thing last season and him yeah last season not just losing his wife but just the evolution of his relationship to the club for sure um and the uh, he he will never be like unser he will never be on their side but coming to understand them and allow that allowing Accepting that they have to coexist and that they need each other to survive on some level right. is a big, big deal for him. And and that but, was a huge arc in the story as well because he yeah, hated them at the beginning. He absolutely hated them. But it, it says a lot about where they are that Jax comes to him at all because he had to be, in many ways, out of options yeah. to involve him because it's dangerous to involve the police on any level. So when Jax went to talk to Clay – yeah. 
Did you buy it? It's it's hard to say. I don't I don't buy anything that Clay says. Yeah, me neither. I don't buy anything that I have no hope for that man. Yeah. You know, I don't understand how Kevin's still on team Clay. I mean, he probably under he like you can understand where the guy comes from, yeah. right? He builds this thing from the ground up and then his partner uh who's da- who's married to the woman that he loves is uh is losing focus and decides he wants to take it in a different direction. Clay doesn't want to ruin the the legacy of that. So he has he has JT killed, right? And then he's just trying so hard to keep everything that he's built and then to be so brutally betrayed by all of the people who benefited from all of his years of work. Like I can understand his perspective of things. Yeah, but the but perspective his- has to shift when all of your years of work come into corruption and death and and all of the bad things. Like I I believe that that the the club had the, great, the greatest intentions, intentions, you know, yeah. and I believe that JT had the greatest intentions, and that's why he wanted to go in another way, and that's why initially Jax wanted to take over, but Clay corrupted the club, like yeah. that was his fault. So he doesn't like. I don't feel like at any point he's taken accountability, and Do I feel you, like he's trying to, but I don't know if that's just a bunch of bullshit. But that's the that's like the key question here. Does he feel any remorse for anything that's happened? I mean, I don't think so. I feel like he's got to on some level. I feel like for him, it's about every day that he stays alive at this point. For him, it's about survival. But if it was, then he would have ratted out the club. But I think that he knows in the corruption that he's done that there's other ways to survive without tearing down. Because, listen, if Jax fails and he gets out or if Jax is flailing when he gets out, he knows that club's going to be right back in his hands. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? The uh, the guys jump him. They jump him in the moment he gets into gen pop before he even gets into the general population. And he's like, just do it. Just do it already when he sees the shiv. Like you have a choice. Yeah, you have a choice. But he did not know that he had a choice. So he he was in essence, he was accepting that he might die and he was protecting the club. So in, in that sense, I have to say he's learned something. The guy's learned something. He at the very least puts the club ahead of himself now for once, for once, for once. So that to me says that on some level he does feel remorse now. Will will self preservation, you know, out once he's out of jail? Will that become his his primary? I don't know. I think that yeah, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, and his trick has always been stay one foot ahead of the right. reaper. Well, especially right now when he's in survival mode, because he's literally in survival mode. It's totally. not just like out in the real world, survivor world. I mean, he could be no, killed, he killed at a, any time. He killed a man, right? Um, I also have to say. It was the saddest thing in the world for me to see the table tonight. Yeah. Because we haven't seen them at the table in so long. And that's such a, a kind of a favorite part of mine is when they all get together and they all talk about the it things. It was a and- big feature of the first three, four seasons. But now the table is so empty. It's so depressing. I mean, it's Tig and Happy and Juice and Chibs and then poor Filthy Phil, mm-hmm. who just, you know, I mean, he's not a prospect anymore, thank God. Yeah, no. But, you know, I mean, it's just, it's such a sad table. There's no unity. There's no family. There's no protection. Everyone's literally doing their own thing and just hoping they don't get caught. That's the thing this show, right? It's, it, you never get any joy. It's just the grim gets grimmer. You know, it totally, it has. Yeah. And it, 
you know, at the first couple seasons, it wasn't that way. It was all about the family. And now it is starting to self-destruct, which I think is the only natural yeah. way it's going to when progress. When you start a criminal enterprise, you always have that threat looming over you that it will eventually one day fall apart around you. All of the people that you love burned by your decisions and you wind up dead or in jail. It's it, and, Yeah. You know, the question is, if the table's so empty tonight... How many people are going to be at that table by the end of this season? I mean, there's got to be at least four, right? You yeah, need four or else the to chapter have, folds. Right. You have to have at least four. So we have to have at least four by the end because we know we still have another season. Yeah. Um, I, well, let me ask you this. What would this show look like if next season there was no Sam Crow and all that was left was the few remaining stragglers fighting for survival? I think that the stragglers would go nomad with Bobby before yeah. they would fight for survival on their own. But I don't, I don't think that we'll see it go down past four. I don't think we'll lose more than two members this season. Okay. Well, we still got Tig. Listen, we're getting into that. All right. Um, so there, Jax and the guys go to meet with the uh, Nero and Claudette and what is the police officer's name? Because I cannot remember. Cannot remember his name. And he's such a great actor. And yeah, it's Peter Weller. Thank you. Peter Weller. And uh, the name of the character is... We st- I don't know why we like, can't get it together. It's Borowski. I was about to say Borowski, yeah. but it's Borowski. So they go to meet about the business, obviously, for the girls, for Claudette, and talk about money and talk and, about numbers. Yeah. And then there's a shootout at the coffee shop. Yeah. There's a, just a straight-up drive-by while they're discussing the new Diosa, and uh, immediately Borowski, you know, goes into action. Yeah. And he, it's the Ganesi brothers, the Iranians. Yes, and bad. They're back, so they head down to the docks. Borowski, big swinging dick. You know, he is mm-hmm. for an old guy, so cocky, so arrogant. He's been around the block for many, many years, oh, and yeah. he's telling them that these kids don't know how they're doing. Today. Yeah, he's like, in my town, I'm untouchable. Yeah, yeah. So he and he was. Yeah, that's true. And he and Jax get on the boat, and uh, they find out that Kia is dead. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that Jax has any inkling. Like that's the thing, right? In this episode, you don't have him, you have him, you know, ask what happened to Kia. Right. He lightly accuses Tig. But the decision to give up Tig to August is made so quietly and easily in his head. Do you know what I mean? Like, there was, there's no, like, you screwed up this one last time. He doesn't, like, blow up at Tig. He just lets him go. He just cuts him loose because he's no longer useful. He's dangerous. Well, he doesn't just cut him loose. I mean, I feel like I saw it coming. Um, when when that happens and they find out about the cousin that's dead and it's so funny to me because I always expect the sons to be the one that like pull the shady stuff but mm-hmm. Borowski was the one that like sliced the throat. Oh, yeah. Like he sliced the throat, pulled out the gun, like they just went all down and You saw in Jax's head him put the two and two together about Tig. Like, you saw it happen. And for Broski to step up for them, I was kind of a little taken aback because he... I mean, they've kind of caused him trouble twice now. They have, but, you know... They're about to make some money together. He's They're bringing business into town. 
he probably likes Jax a lot. You know, a yeah. lot of criminals, when they first meet Jax, they're very taken with him. He's a charismatic dude. And uh, Tig has just screwed up one too many times. And he has. And he he's... It's not like this is the first, second, or third time that he couldn't be trusted and did something on a decision on his own without the club. Yep. And, you know, Jax tests him and, and gives him the bait and hangs it over his head. And he's like, it's really weird. The cousin, they can't find him. He hasn't come back. And yeah. Tig's like, man, I, I let him go. I, yeah, I don't know. I let him go. He, you he know ran. that. Yeah, you know that. You know that, right, Jax? He's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then as soon as he said... I want you to go there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send a prospect to the van. I was like, is he really going to do this? Is he really go- like, see, and Tig's just like, yeah. And when he gave him the hug and he said, I love you. And he gave him the kiss. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, mm-hmm. we're in trouble. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't. If you're already running a criminal enterprise that is, you know, under serious duress, serious effing threats, you can't have a guy that you can't trust. You can't. And the dude is just beyond saving. But where is this series without take? The series is continuing next week no. on FX and we'll be fine. I know. I, I mean, listen, yeah. the fact of the matter is, is that we know Jax goes to meet with August. We know that August wants Tig because of Pope and... Yeah, that, or, or whatever that the, because Pope originally wanted Tig and the killing of the daughter. It still has to be repaid. Yeah, has to be repaid. But why let Clay live and not let Tig live? Okay, here's what I'm thinking, and I was I was going to say this earlier. I don't think I think that August needs to hear it from Tig's lips. You know, with a gun pointed to his head, that did, he didn't kill Pope. Yeah, that did Clay really kill Pope? Right. You know, uh, because that's why he's he's keeping Clay alive is because I'm not going to let Clay die for for this if he didn't actually do it. OK. And I want to know if the sons are playing me, which is a good test. I mean, oh, I yeah. think that's a good test. I don't know that Tig. I mean, I don't know. Does Tig sell out the club for his own life or does he at this point know that he has nothing else to live for besides the club? And if he doesn't have I mean, he knows at this point because we see as soon as Jack's handed him the piece of paper. I mean, it's exactly what happened with Pope. So we knew that piece of paper had the address where Tig was. Well, Chrisley, here's what here's here's what I think is uh, is going down with that. I think that you just put me in timeout. Well, Chrisley. No, that's not what I meant. My tig timeout. I'm not giving you a tig timeout. I'm just throwing something out there. I think they're going to torture him, and he's just going to be a big ball of rage, and he's just going to boast that he killed him. He's I gonna think be, so I'm too. I'm glad that he did. You know, and that's exactly what August wants. It's not about protecting the club. It's about trying to cause pain to this person who's causing him pain. Is there any way that Tig walks out of it alive? Not unless he is working as a spy for August. Not unless August has some angle to play where he needs Tig alive as an informant inside the club. But then again, would Tig rat Tig? I don't think he would. Yeah, so I don't think that... I don't think Tig walks out. Like, I think he's got rage issues (laughs) and he kills people without thinking about the club. But when it comes to all the other club business, like, I feel like he's... I mean, I, none of them are loyal, so you can't even use that word. But Chibs I feel like- is loyal. Chibs is fiercely loyal. He's a soldier. He's yeah. former IRA. He is a soldier through and through. 
I guess. Why do you think he beat the snot out of Jews? It's because loyalty means everything to him. You know what? Like it, when you're when you're a soldier, like like I I go back to a few good a few good men. You know, they're the Marine Corps. It's like um like squad cor- squad family country corps, like something right. like that. Or I I don't remember what it is. I totally butchered it, and someone's gonna get really mad. But it's just if you are a soldier. Your your regiment and your country mean everything. I know. Yeah. And and Tig is not that way. No. And, you know, I feel like the only way he walks out of it is is if he does do something like that. And the only way I can see that is that as many problems as he's had with the club and as many problems as he's had and he's done s- stuff wrong, when Clay, when it was him and Clay, Clay would have never sold Tig out. No. And Tig knows that. Yeah. So Tig also knows that Jax is the one that sold him out. Jax is the one that went to August, gave him the address. He knows he's been set up. So at that point, is it easier to flip on something that you thought you loved and loved you when now you know that I don't know. It's We'll definitely find out in the opening moments next week. I want to talk, if we can, about Tara... Well, I was going to get into that next. Okay. Um, but I, I, I just had to, to throw in the how dare Jax be upset with Claudette. Yeah, I know. For sleeping with, with Broski. Yeah. When, she, like, really? He, he, well, he was just reminded. She's, I mean, she's a madam and she does also. She's a prostitute. Yeah, she's a number prostitute. Number one. Number two, he's married with two and a half children. Yes. And number three, really, like, I love Jax. He's my favorite, but really, he actually looked at that phone with, like, pain. Yeah, and they Glow only slept sack. together once. The, look, he always gets butt hurt when it comes you to women. You are the president of a motorcycle club. It's a prostitute. Sack Grow up. A sack. Sack I up. mean, really. Yeah. Really. Yeah, and she's too old for you. Jeez. Way too old for you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> way too old. Way too old. Now we're getting into she's Christian not, Grey. Okay, I she's mean, not that come old. On. She's for, not that old. She's a little old. She's she could older be his than- mom. Not his mom. She could be his mom. No. Yeah, she could. No. Um, She'd have to get pregnant at like 12. At least 16. Uh, All right, go on. Go on with you. Um, I know Kevin's not here, and I know you all miss him. Uh, Him and Maria working tirelessly on their reality show. Another thing they worked on that you can go out and buy on DVD now is The Adventures of Serial Buddies. Um, it has an amazing cast. It has some super funny moments. And now you don't just have to download it. Now you can get it on DVD. And it's in tons of stores. So make sure you go out and get it. Tell us how much you enjoyed it. Um, and it directly helps us. So yeah. it's not like Kevin and Maria are just making some stuff and making some money. They're making some money and giving it to us so we can continue to bring new shows. We have a new studio. And it totally helps. So go out and buy it. DVD. Every I know 7 Eleven. I saw it in 7 Eleven this morning. So. Damn. Yeah. You got 7 Eleven? We got 7 Eleven. Where, where do you live that you don't know we have 7 Eleven? No, I don't know that we, I didn't know that we got into 7 Eleven. Good do. for us. Matt, guess what? What? Tara's pregnant. Tara's pregnant and so she's going to divorce Jax? What? Wait. Wait, so that was my question. Was my question was the moment there is the moment of her of him seeing it, them going in yeah. and the hug yeah. and there's a moment on her face that I saw as a woman that made me feel like she's second guessing everything now. 
she, well, because she still loves him. Here's the thing, right? The only reason that she's being so distant and that she's looking to divorce him and that she's trying to get the kids out of the club should she pass away right. is because she's just trying to protect them. She's right. trying to give them a future that does not have the MC in it because it has brought only bad things for her. But that doesn't mean that she loves him any less. It's hard when you're when you're in a marriage, especially one that's so complicated and there's been jail time on now on both sides. You know, you can love someone, but know that your life together is flawed. Of course. You know, and you can... Love is not always enough. Let's be real. It's true. It's not always enough. It's not enough. Especially when you're married to the president of a motorcycle club. Exactly. I mean, she knew what she signed up for. And, you know, when she was telling Unser at the beginning, it's not about her anymore. Um, I kind of didn't think into the, oh, yeah, she took a pregnancy test last week. I just thought like, oh, the kids and Wendy and this and that. But... Then finding out she's pregnant, and now, I mean, she still doesn't know if she's going to jail. She still says all these unanswered questions. There's all this paperwork she's filing. But does her being pregnant now change the game on whether or not she wants to divorce Jax? I think that she's keeping her options open because she will not – that's the thing. She, I think she would rat on the club before she went to jail. I think that's what the pads are for. They're, they're her insurance policy. She's giving – Everything she knows to Lowen so that if the time comes and she loses her trial, that Well, the pads were to t- show that Jax was an unfit father. Oh. The stories about Jax being an unfit father. Do you, you don't think that on some level she might give it all to Torek if it meant that she stayed out of jail? I don't know. I don't know that she would sell them out before mm. she would. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, what would you do for your kids? I mean, my kids are more important, you know what I mean? But if I know that I can't get out of this and I'm going to do time and they're taken care of by their mother, then 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 you do what you have to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, of course, I would rather raise my child, but what if she can't get out of these murder charges? Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't know. And riding out the club is only going to get her killed. So do you do time in prison or do you get killed by your own? Well, if you're in WITSEC, there's a chance that you might escape. They find you. Yeah. This is Sons of Anarchy. They yeah, find they you. find you. They find you. Laughed out loud when she said, I'm doing things the gem away in prison. Yeah. Literally laughed out loud. I know. She's Loved making it. friends the gem away. Yeah. Which, oh, my God. I still I'm, I still think about that prison beatdown that she served up that was like it was brutal so unexpected so totally brutal she's got she's just got a well of feeling that she's trying to purge her character has become one of my favorites and i hated her character the first couple seasons like i despised her i used to get annoyed with her i used to think she was whiny and annoying and don't you can't be in the motorcycle club like that's what you fell in love with you fell in love with that bad boy you fell in love with that guy who wanted to do better and it's gonna get really freaking hard before it's gonna get better and if you can't take the heat get out of the goddamn kitchen true that's it. But she's become so much stronger as a character a and badass. as a woman that I really like her. And not to the way that Jem is a black widow. Like, she's done it in a way that's still dignified, if, if that's even oh, absolutely. No, acceptable. She has changed some of her views on certain things legally mm-hmm. and morally 
But she's very she's still the same person. Totally. She's just been hardened by life. Yeah. She's for been, sure. Yeah. And she's more of a survivor now than she ever was before. You know, like the the girl in the first season who was being chased around her apartment by that crazy ex-boyfriend, you know, now she would just shoot him. Yeah, for sure. She would just shoot him and just Absolutely. take care of it. Yeah. No, she she's a badass now. Badass mama bear. She totally is. And she's not losing those kids again mm-hmm. unless they're uh, unless there's no other way and they stay out of the MC. Now, the thing that blows my mind is she keeps going back to Wendy, which obviously Wendy's not aware of. Yeah. And Wendy shows up to tell her morrow tonight and asks for help. Yeah, she asks for help. She says that she was followed and assaulted by this guy at an N.A. meeting and that all these people are threatening to rape her. Yeah. And Gemma gives her a gun. She's got a bruise on her neck. She's looking for Jax. Um, last week when she was there, she told Gemma she kind of missed the place. Yeah. So we see her get the gun. We see her looking. She looks great, by the way. She looks fantastic. Amazing. I mean, she looks absolutely stunning, beautiful. We haven't seen her in a while. You know, she she looks healthy. Being off the drugs has been good for her. It has. And in real life, I mean, she looks great because she's she's battled with a lot of things in her life and in her career. And she looks absolutely fantastic. So I'm so happy that she's back. Um, But you're so happy. I'm not happy. I am. She's a troublemaker. Totally. But it brings a new it puts a new wrench in the plan because she went out of her way mm-hmm. to go to Teller Morrow with a bruise on her neck, looking for Jax's help, kind of talking to Gemma and being in that role of, I want, I need protection. She gets a gun from Gemma, but what is her ulterior motive? That's what we don't know yet, because the bruise is fake. Totally fake. Totally fake. So she originally, what she really wanted was was guys. She wanted people watching her, protecting her. The question is, from what? I think that there actually may be a real threat. It's just not the same one. Do you know what I mean? Like, she was looking for a reason for club members to stay around her, to be involved with them again. But it may also be that there is a real threat. She's just getting club protection. And she was like, there's no other way if there's no evidence. So I think that it's one of two things. I think she's trying to get back to Jax. Mm-hmm. Or, after all this time, though, and after what he did last season? Or okay, she's trying to give Tara a reason not to make her the Guardian. The Guardian, because she said she didn't want it. Because she can't handle it. She's yeah. afraid that it will make her, make her sobriety go away. She's, she can't handle it. And yeah. I think that she's giving trying to give Tara a reason not to give her custody. Because I think that between her not wanting it... Because of the sobriety, I also think that means Gem is in her life. That means the club's in her life. And I think that she just wants to be away. And she's willing to walk away from her children to to, to keep her life clean of them. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's way too big of a stressor for her. You know, like, like any recovering addict, sobriety is yeah. the most important thing. You don't want to go through any huge life changes. And, you know, like, the kids have turned out all right, even though they're in the in the club life. Uh, Tara, as a mother figure, having Tara and Gemma in their lives, they're turning out to be good kids, you know. So she probably doesn't want to be the person to mess that up. 
For also, sure. Also, or her own life. Yeah. You know, I, there's a lot of fear there. And, you know, Abel's her kid, but Thomas isn't. Right. Why does she want, what, what would she want with Thomas? Well, I mean, the same way that Tara took on Abel. But she's raised Abel since he was a baby. For sure. Yeah. But Tara saying, I mean, what is she going to do, split the kids up? She's not going to no, split the kids up. She wants the them to be up. together. Yeah. So I feel like she's giving her a reason. But weird we didn't see much of Nero tonight. I mean, we a, saw him in church and here and there and making out with Gemma. Yeah. Uh, and going over late yeah. at night to party. Not too much else with Nero this week. No, but he, he had a big week last week, and I'm sure with the prostitute hair in his car, uh, there's going <laughs> to be... Now that he's being set up for stripper murder. Right. There's going to be plenty of uh, Nero in the future. And so we love sad. Jimmy Smiths. So we love Jimmy Smiths. His beard is impeccable. He's impeccable. Yeah. Um, I do feel like, well, I think I get, I guess we can get into that in predictions. Um, there's no big news and gossip this week for Sons of Anarchy. Nope. I looked into lots of stuff, um, so we can go right into predictions. Sweet. It's my favorite part of any after show. I mean, there's so much. Yeah. So, okay, so let's talk Am about- Am I going to cry next week? You are going to- I don't want to make that kind of prediction, because <gasps> we have we don't know each other that well. I don't want to say something, you know, but- I like, should I bring the candles? Bring the candles. Bring the so candles, sad. the music, the tissues, the, the wine. Yeah. It'd be so sad. Like, I was almost in tears tonight, like, screaming at the television. Matt came in at the end. I had to watch Alone this week, which yeah. was terrible. She Matt was came in at the end, and I was screaming. Very upset. No! At the television. I know. Well, let's talk about all the moving pieces, right, before we talk about what we think will happen next week. So... Uh, the state of the case against the Suns, the DA wants to move on it, but she's, she's hesitant. She's hesitant, but she, she moved forward. She brought Lee a new document to get Clay to sign. She thinks that this case is moving forward. She gave Torek a badge. So he's kind of under the protection of the law. He's official now. He's official. Um, But if he goes rogue, she's not responsible. No, she's not responsible. He hasn't gone rogue yet. Yeah. So he's, yeah, exactly. He's framed, he's framed Nero for murder. Uh, he left the prostitute out in the open and called 911 and, uh, Eli found, found the girl. So that's gonna happen next episode. We've got all of this family drama with Tara. And this potential divorce, pretend, and the pregnancy. Does she keep the baby? Does she? Of course she does. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, she keeps the baby. The baby's in play. The question is, you know, will she and Jax be able to reconnect or will she leave him? Time will tell. Uh, what else we got? We got Bobby Elvis starting his nomad, nomad charter. But he still hasn't spoken to Jax. Hopefully that happens next week. Clay in prison. Clay in prison is trying to survive, but he's not taking the deal yet. And we've got uh, we've got poor Tiggy. Tig, tig, tiggy. Uh, I can't even think about it. And Unser gets punched. Unser Hello? gets punched by Darby. Darby comes back. We haven't seen him in forever. I hate Formerly Darby. Formerly of the Nords. He's I such a hate dick. Darby. He's and- a terrible, terrible human being, and I hate that he's back. But love that he's back because it means so much more drama. The Irish are back. It looks like next week. Oh yeah, they're not I letting mean, us. They're not letting the sons out of the gun business. No. Yeah. Not only they're not letting them out, they have to double their business. Terrible. Double. Oh, the way that he played Jax was just awful. It's all terrible. I like, hate seeing Jax that neutered. You know what I mean? We're only on episode three. I know. 
And they're probably going to expand the seasons. There's at least 10 episodes left. Of course. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Um, Love how invested we all are, though. I mean, it's such a great show. And every week, I, you know, I literally am at the end of my seat with this show every single week. Even the weeks where they say the episodes are a little bit slower. They're still not slower. Like They're still always filled with tension. They're so layered. And there's so much going on. And we love all these characters so much. So, um I mean, I think Tig dies. I think, I think Tig dies. We see them burning his cut. I expect you to be in all black next week. I will try my best. (laughs) Tell them where they can find you. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on the Breaking Bad, Low Winter Sun, Sleepy Hollow, and Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after shows. The verdict is still out whether I will be with you on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. next week. Time will tell. Time Time will will tell. tell. Um, guys, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chrisley. Uh, thank you guys for joining us for Sons of Anarchy. You guys had us a number seven at After Buzz Podcast this week. So Ooh. thank you so much. I read all your comments each week. So make sure you tell us what you like, what you thought about this week's episode, and we will see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 